Hey, everybody, it's time for another episode of The Chicago 60 Podcast. This week on the podcast, we have another special guest. We have TJ Karam here, and we're also going to be talking about moving to Chicago versus being from Chicago. What are the differences? What do we learn? What do people who move here want to know about it? Why did they move here in the first place? We talk about that tonight. We're also going to be talking about being actors in the chai. What is it like being an actor in Chicago versus somewhere else like LA or New York? We're going to be talking about the CPS school strike. What's happening? Will Mayor Lori Lightfoot put out the fires? Will she have the water to save the day? We don't know, but we will discuss it. And of course, we end every episode with the Jagoff of the Week. Now, gentlemen, it is time for the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us a very, very special guest. Yes, and you'll, we do. First thing, first thing that I will mention about this is that you'll notice that our, our very fine guest uh, had a very nice coffee mug because he is not a drinker because he is smart. He's smart. I am not smart. Smart man. I drank too much last night. Yeah. <laughs> was, he was telling us a story. A yeah. When I tabulate the calculations of what alcohol does to it's yeah. <laughs> just, and that's like, why he doesn't don't. drink. Yes, don't do it. Don't do it. But but or do it. We don't. Whatever your life choice we is, we, we we do not discriminate here on this podcast. Some love. of us drink, some of us don't. It's all we love, love here. Everybody, anyway. But yeah. let me uh, let me introduce our fabulous guest real quick. So our guest is a phenomenal individual. Number one, he is from the great state of Texas. Texas. <laughs> Texas. He is from Texas. That big ass. He state. is an ex- insanely motivational guy. He does handstands all over the city. We're going to talk to him about that. He is an actor. He is a business owner. He is a producer. He is a host of the Indiana Film Race, which we're going to talk about. He was just on Chicago Med. The guy is fucking crushing it. Ladies and gentlemen, TJ Karam is here with us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, my glad goodness. To be here. We glad are so to happy you, to have you, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, of course, I'm your illustrious host, Justin Jaywer, and my co-star tonight. Hey. I'm sitting across. We got hey. Ron Russell. That's right. I'm back, y'all. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing, Justin? Um, uh, we had a long weekend of we, meetings yeah. and meetings and meetings. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you had a long night of drinking. And I drinking that was last and drinking. night. That was, and now, yep, I said, well, here it is. Got to keep it going for trying the podcast. To, to hang so. That's right. Hair of the dog. That's there you right. Go. If if uh, if if you're feeling that way, we'll just keep drinking. Hey, I guess. The, the shoe yeah, fits, man. Jesus. But yeah, we had a, we had a good uh, we had a good productive uh, weekend. That's right. We so, did. Yeah. We had as many meetings, talking about many things. So That's it's right. very exciting. But anyway, we got uh, TJ. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Excellent. Um, busy as always. Yes. But Love yes. the fact that I'm here. Yeah. Yes. On the Chicago 60 podcast. Yes. I definitely appreciate that, yeah. man. We've been looking forward to it. We've been yes. looking forward to you we coming, man. Forward. So I'm glad yeah. you're here. Definitely yeah. glad you're here. Thanks for the big build up. Of yeah. course. Uh, uh, makes I me feel uh, big headed and good. That's well, you deserve it. That's it's worth. You're good and necessary. You know, and if if I mean. <laughs> We want people to listen to you because you're yeah. an, you're an interesting Absolutely. cat. You got to yeah. build you know? me up. That's so right. That people listen to your podcast. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, we got a guy. Yeah, here. yeah, this guy too. Uh, yeah. He wears hats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I wear hats, but uh, no, yeah. you do some cool shit, That's man. True. So we gotta we gotta have you here. Um, so let's uh, let's get into what we're trying to talk about tonight. So let me let me give uh, a little prep on what we're talking about. So first of all. 
TJ, you are from the great state, as I alluded to, of Texas. I'm from the 915 from El Paso, Texas. Oh, shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. I spent the summer there in seventh grade, man. My my uncle, yeah, he was uh, Fort Bliss, right? Okay. Yeah, he was stationed there. So shout out, man. Yeah, Yeah. I know all about that life, man. EPT. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. El Paso, Texas. Yep. I the have 915. <laughs> oh, the 915. Yeah. Oh, man, we're getting lyrical. I yeah, know, right? Yep. A little My melody goodness. up in here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Nice. But uh, the only places I've ever been to in Texas, actually, I've been to Let me guess, Austin. Dallas, Austin. Of course. Uh, yes. San yeah. Antonio. San Antonio. Right. San Antonio is cool. San Antonio is cool. San Antonio does not get as much credit as it should. No, it's probably it does one not. of my favorite cities in Texas. Why it not? Why, why people sleep on uh, uh, San Antonio? I don't know, man, but it's uh, it's a really cool city. I got a lot of family there. Okay. So, yeah, San Antonio's the shit. Nice. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, they got the uh, river walk there, which is yeah. nice. Yep. Which, compared to the Chicago river walk, Hmm. Mm. Which one is a better? Mm. I don't know. Mm. TJ, you're from Texas and you live here now, so which one is better in your opinion? Um. <clears throat> <laughs> There's no I'll wrong be, answer I'll here. Be, I'll be honest. Um, I love the river in Chicago. So we've uh, since we moved here, we've lived in the city, and uh, the the river's great. Um, I've I've been told not to swim in it. Yeah. In the river, yeah, especially you if uh, you have like a cut or something that you can, mm. yeah, because whatever that cut is, is, you're probably gonna lose that body part. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's heard, coming off. I've heard some scary stories yeah. about it. Yeah, you it's d- beautiful. Yeah. I like watching it turn green. That is, which is also thing. not natural, but yep, All that's right. a, yeah, there but is, cool. Yeah, there's just nothing natural about the Chicago River uh, Walk at all. No, yeah. and I'll tell you what, the river though, in general. if you've not been to the San Antonio River Walk, it's pretty dope. Okay, it is. Yeah, it's really nice, especially with the. Hispanic culture mm-hmm. that is based around it's it's nice man it's it a is. good place to have a margarita it oh very you, much so if you drink oh yeah it's yeah actually no I would pro- I actually if you drink I mean it, yeah if you drink that's right I and I and I did drink on that river walk yeah. and it was I it was very did. nice of course I did yeah I was a couple years ago I was still single and there were pretty ladies walking about so of course and I was drinking and it's more of like a classic uh, river walk it's yeah it's uh, you know they don't allow huge boats and yachts and stuff on it it's more of like you get in a little uh rowboat okay if that's what you call it right i don't think it's a rowboat there's, the there's probably a size. yeah 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 that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. I, was, I was gonna say the gondola but then i was yeah. like wait that's just the ski thing right <laughs> it's all romantic so, yeah yeah <laughs> so i may not drink but you can tell the damage is there <laughs> I, I should clarify I don't, you all right I don't, you all I, don't, good? I don't drink anymore right ah, right that's true that's true okay. that is like that is a clarification for good um, reason. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? One day I hope to be amongst you. <laughs> I'm already like, last night was a bit much, man. Hey, man, you got you know, hey, you got to take sometimes, it easy, man. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. Well, sometimes you got to let loose, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, man. So you're from Texas. Yep. You 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 are a family man. You are a dad. I'm a, a dad. A husband. I got two kids. Yep. I am a husband. I've got a wife. That's right. Those if are the those are the prerequisites for those, those titles. Those are the criteria. I'm, I'm a dad with kids and a husband with a wife. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> crazy, right? Oh my god! So it um, adds up. Wow, okay. it does. It does. Yeah, it's two okay. plus I two th- equals four. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. But yeah. that's it's the dead those truth. Are, <laughs> those are the um, honest to god and, truth. And we've been in Chicago for about three and a half years now. It's it's funny because I think wherever you're at, you kind of pick up on some of the accents. So every time I say Chicago, it kind of comes out like a Chicago accent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then whenever I'm around. Uh, like uh, people from Texas, you Texas back home, you it comes back. It comes back in the mountains of Colorado. I get a little twang 
Oh, yeah? Um, and whenever I do an audition, it comes out like whatever the fuck they want it to. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah. This dude. Hey, you hear that? That's a pro, man. That is a, it's a professional. Right. Stuff. You roll so, with it. So which go. Chicago accent would you like me to have? Regular Chicagoan or Texan who came to Chicago? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Can you do it both ways? <laughs> Can I hear it both ways, please? Yeah. <laughs> typical, typical casting. Typical yeah. casting director. Um, did you, did we want to have another way. We want to have a Texas accent, but let's let's just do it with no accent. <laughs> yeah. We want yeah. you to be from Texas, but with no. My accent. wife was. Uh, she got an audition, and it said evergreen accent, and then at the very bottom it said no accent. Huh. Yeah, we want you to do it s- strongly, but um, you know, curb your enthusiasm. Right. You, got, you, 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 right. you have to love the sides, oh, man. Like, right. it's I don't know. Down. We, we kind of uh-huh. jumped right into into acting, so yeah, I'll, I know. I'll go back. I got off topic. There. No, Sorry. no, this is it's, it's my well, first time. It's all good. No, it's, it's it's my it's first, first time on the podcast. Yeah. Virgin, oh go break, so, go so we've been here for three and a half years. There, there <laughs> nice. we're back. Nice. We're okay, back. well, here's here's question number one. So. Why did you move from? Were you so you were in, in El Paso the whole time, right? You were living there um, for most of your life. Were you moving around Texas? Born or? and raised in El Paso, lived in Dallas and Austin, um, bounced around a little bit, um, went to school in Lubbock, Texas. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, it was a Virginia. real pleasure. <laughs> um, I haven't been back since I graduated. Okay. Did you play? Uh, did you play any football or anything? Oh, dude, I was like an intramural superstar. Okay. All right. I was a legend in my own mind. Cause I <laughs> <laughs> that's what you all. have to be. Cause that, you have yeah. to be in your Because that Texas football, yeah. that high school football is like, it's like religion down there, man. Yeah, it's, it's like college. It's a little crazy. Yeah. El Paso is a little different. Okay. Um, border town, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it's gotten bigger in, in high school football over the last 20 years or so. But um, but it, growing up, you know, Midland, um, Permian, all those, all those teams were – Pretty serious. Nice. Football serious in, in the rest of Texas. So, TJ. Yes. What about – why? Oh, so, first, why did you and your family decide to move to Chicago of all places? Was there a particular reason? So it's, yeah, so it's a good story. Okay. Um, like, that's what we like. We, like we uh, uh, The short version is that I wanted to be in Denver and my wife wanted to be in Chicago. So, oh, we're in well Chicago. We see. Oh, I guess she the, won The longer that battle, version huh? is, is that we had talked about – um, getting out of pa- out of El Paso, my daughter was getting ready to get out of grade school. She thought it was a good transition. Um, we had some really good friends who were living in Northbrook, and uh, we'd been coming up once a year to visit them. Typically, like during New Year's, so we were you know kind of knew what the winters were like. Um, and so we decided summer of sixteen. I was gonna say summer of sixty nine, <laughs> but it was the summer of sixteen. Um, instead of taking like a family trip and spending all this money, we'd go. Uh, rent like an Airbnb and try out a city. So we came to Chicago uh, in June. At some point in June, we were supposed to be back in El Paso like August 11th. Mm-hmm. And on August 1st, my wife was like, why don't we just stay? And I was like, that's impossible. I've got work. Um, we don't have a school. We don't have some place to live. I said, look, if you can find all this stuff in the next you know, five days or so, <laughs> we'll stay. And she... Women. women wow got into school uh nice. found a place to live we flew home packed up some boxes had them trained up here and that's the, it that. the rest wow. is history huh wow yeah. i don't Damn. mean i don't know if it was a good story but it was, it's, it's that cool. is a good story, it's, it's a story. the fact I mean, that it's, she it's the summer sure. sucked us in 
for sure. For, oh yeah, I mean summer, summer, summer here. Beautiful. I oh, bet that amazing. winter. I bet. I bet she was looking at her that first winter like, girl, what you got us into? You know, man? actually, I don't mind the, and it's still pretty novel for us. I don't right. mind. I don't mind the winters. I like cold weather. Okay. Um, polar vortex was. That was a trip. Pretty cold. I went outside yeah. to check check that out, and it was a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, it, it's not bad until your eyeballs start freezing. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, then, not, uh, it's not. It's not freeze it's up. Cool, but you know, yeah. we came from a place where you can't really, really enjoy the summers outside, right? Because it's a so hundred and yeah. something degrees and it melts your skin. That's so we just t- kind of a trade off. I know that. Yeah, when when I was in uh, El Paso for that summer, eight o'clock, man, in the morning is like eighty five degrees, dude. Like Bro. sun up is it's cooking. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's hot all day. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You, but you, in you, the winters, it's fantastic. I'm it's sure. like seventy-eight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> nice. This is a trade-off. Yeah, yeah, it's a trade-off. People wearing their parkas in El Paso when it's like fifty-five. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that's like in Brazil. When I was in Brazil, same deal. I mean, they was like in the sixties. Get to break out I'm the big like, coat. And I'm like in a t-shirt and shorts. I'm like, this is great weather. And all of the Brazilians are in coats, like yeah. winter coats and You're long like, shirts. The and they're looking at me like, on here? who the hell is this guy? Like, this weirdo. Yeah. This and you're looking at them like, y'all like this. <laughs> they're like, Over the top, this man. American. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> so funny. But uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So what, was there any particular reasons why your, why your wife wanted to pick or was so um, into just, Chicago? We just want to try something totally different. I either wanted like country or big city and uh um i was completely happy with going to either one and so got here enjoyed the summer so much we just thought let's give it a try and so we were actually going to just try it out for a year um we both work from home so it was kind of a good opportunity we thought we'd just try it for a year and my daughter just like got into school and she met a ton of good friends and now she started high school so we're stuck here for at least the next four years not stuck here I should no say that. no That's bad. trust me i understand but we're here for at least four years stuck here. he cleaned that up real fast didn't <laughs> you <laughs> fucking stuck in chicago oh my god that's a movie that's a movie idea yeah. stuck in chicago yeah, and it's actually chicago. everything's turned out i mean things happen for a reason right that's yes. right what's meant to be is Agreed. meant to be had no idea we'd be in chicago had no idea i'd be acting None of this stuff was on the forecast four years ago. So, yeah, it just it just happened. Shit shakes out. Shit does. I shake love that. Out. Yes. Shit shakes out, y'all. Yeah. We won't go right? into the actual no where it shakes out. We won't give it where it comes from, but, but it does. Just know it shakes. So there you go. Nice. Was there anything? Um, I'm curious if there was was there anything when that you didn't know about Chicago that when you arrived here and started like staying here in the Airbnb and then started living here full time that you were like, Oh, this is something that's not true or something that we didn't think about. Absolutely. So, I mean, number one, the biggest misconception when we first decided to move here, we were getting text messages like, Oh my God, be safe. Don't get a shot. Um, and so that was, that was like number one, right? Like, yeah. uh, I feel like it's, uh, obviously bad news is what sells. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. all you're going to hear about Chicago is is the uh, financial turmoil and the killings, um, and and then I would say which so it's not it, I mean it is it's very sad and tragic and true that in certain sections there's there's these things going on but um, we haven't experienced it and I think a lot of the city does not experience it so that's that's one thing and then the the second thing is uh, the Midwest culture is just phenomenal. Um, You've got a big city. Shout out to the Midwest. Um, and it's, you've got everything you want in a big city, 
but it's super clean for the most part, and people are cool. True. Like, people are not True. dicks here. No. Um, like, I can spend two days in New York, maybe, and then I'm ready to, like, go. Yeah. Because it's, oh, cool. yeah. it's so a cool <coughs> city, right? But yeah. Yeah. it's just not my my vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No. And Chicago, I, I feel, you know, I feel good when I'm in the city. Like, it feels good. People are cool, and uh, I, I think it's, just, it's a great place, and it's a great culture for, for the kids to be able to experience. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, compared to New York, I mean, I've been out to New York several times. Um, it's It smells. It's very confined. Yeah. Uh, there's a fuck ton of people there, and yeah. they're all trying to hustle and make it, and nobody has time for anybody, and good luck asking for directions or trying to figure you're on your own motherfucker yeah. <laughs> in new york it's just you a, yeah. you better know uh, your way around mentality right I mean, everything like you know walk fast you know people trying to get places they you know they're movers and shakers there they're not people asking they 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 demand there so i, oh, I, yeah. I respect the new yorkers they they definitely have a mentality there but absolutely yeah. but chicago i mean in its own right people are hustlers here man people 100%. people are chicago gives you all those great things, right? It's not New York, it's not LA, but thank God it's not. Right, 100%. Right? Because I couldn't live here if it was. Right, right. It's true. Um, and I, you know, as an actor, I get the benefit of having 100% legit acting career opportunities and a great place to build a career without having to be in one of those other places. Um, and you get all the benefits of being in a big city, totally. but beautiful suburbs and tons of stuff to do in the lake and, um, you know, hiking, a- anything you want to do, you can do in, uh, within a short uh, uh, period of time. Plus, you're so close. One of the biggest things I love about Chicago is that, uh, you know, in, in Texas, Texas is so big, right? In El Paso, it would take us eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours to drive to San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston. Um, we were closer to Phoenix, Arizona, which mm. was about a six-hour drive. But here in Chicago, we're so close, we can get you know, to Indianapolis or, or Detroit. I mean, I can be in Canada in eight hours yeah. on a drive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we'll so, be doing it's, that drive. It's so close. Yeah. We, have, we have a special announcement to make in, a, in a, about a week or so. You see, I just yeah. – sorry, I didn't mean to divulge that. No, early. that's okay. I didn't even know about it. No, no, you are good. No, no you're a, good. I'm a prognosticator, by the way. <laughs> I prognosticate. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so it's it, there's a lot of benefits to being here. Yeah, so, yeah, we like it. Yeah, no, it, I mean, well, this is this is why I wanted to talk about this because Ron and I are from here, right? So we already know. So when we go to other places, I'm always comparing other places to Chicago. Naturally, Na- I mean, naturally, and yeah. and I mean, I lived in Europe for a bit of time, so I was always I was also comparing cities to Chicago. And in fact, one thing that we are going to be doing from this podcast. And well, from the Chicago 60 show is we're going to do like, uh, well, we're going to be, let's just say, let's just say we will be traveling to some, some other places. That's right. We'll be doing some videos comparing those cities to Chicago. It's this new segment that we're coming out with. I don't want to give it away right now, but it's happening. But when I, but that, and that, that idea speared from me going to all these other cities and comparing it to Chicago and yeah. being like, Chicago offers so much shit. Like number one, amazingly Beautiful city. It's cl- well, it's clean because, it's clean. and that's because of the Chicago fire. So they had they had somebody come in and completely re- rebuild the structure of the city with yep. an a grid system. So you've got alleyways, so yep. all the trash is in there, so it smells nice. Yeah. It it's beautiful because you have the river and the lake right there. Yep, you've got an amazingly skyline. gorgeous. The skyline is, you know, the yeah, only other awesome. 
I mean, I, I still remember the first day we drove in. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's amazing. Seeing it and you feel like, you never get you, it. Never crap. gets old. It never gets it old. Never I still gets feel old. like a tourist. Three yeah. and a half years yeah. in, I still feel like a tourist. Fuck, even I do. Because yeah. like if I if because I mean I haven't explored everywhere in the city. So if I pick another angle and I look at, it, I'm like, holy shit! I'm this is a beautiful you coming from place. the South Side, taking Lakeshore Drive to oh. downtown at night, Unreal. dude. Beautiful. That Unreal. is that's that's like my favorite view. Yeah, it's unbelievable. it's an unbelievable view. And I mean, but and, and there's all these like nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. You get like all the. I mean, there are there are photographers that just take photos all over the city, getting these amazing shots. You've got huge buildings in the Sears Tower and yeah. the Hancock that you can get beautiful views. You from. can get so many angles. Like I mean, there's always a new angle that somebody's coming up with. You just like, yeah. wow, that's absolutely amazing. So yeah. yeah, there's that. The food. I mean, yeah, okay, you can get some really good food in New York. That's but, not even fair. I will but, tell you, but Chicago. I, I will food tell you, and I probably get. <laughs> Dumped on for this one, but I am not a fan of Chicago pizza. Okay, okay, that's fair. I'm not a fan of deep dish. That's that's fair. I just I that's don't right. know how to do it. Maybe I'm just like not given the right you know utensils that you because you can't on it. You gotta have just, a fork and a and, and a knife for that. Yeah. I mean, well, number one, number so, one, I don't know how anybody can fucking wait 50 minutes for a pizza. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's I'm not. You, I'm not used to hey, going places. Like, TJ, oh, that's out in 50 minutes. Dude, yeah. Out. You got to get your appetizer because you you are oh. waiting. Some couple no, beers. Give me that. Give me that thin shit. Make <laughs> it come out in twenty minutes, all right? Because yeah. I'm pretty hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, mean, I don't know. I've just never been a big fan of. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I like what I prefer and, and whatnot. But um, you're right. Chicago has a lot of great restaurants. Great restaurants um, and great great food in uh, general. Something new all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let me ask you a question. Here's here's my biggest beef, or not even my biggest beef, beef. but like my biggest yes. like question is how the hell is chicago in financial trouble oh oh man i mean when we when we look i mean this is going to be part of something else we're going to talk about tonight anyway i think Mm -hmm. but it blows my mind (coughs) with with the amount you know because we're talking about all the amazing things that chicago has right Mm -hmm. right and i only hear whispers because i'm not from chicago i didn't grow up here but i hear whispers from people i talk to as to why we're in Chicago and, and and we're in financial trouble, and it all leads back to like corruption or whatever. But yes, um, yeah, that's 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 I mean, pretty. Here's the thing: <laughs> how is, is that possible? With how I mean, I live in the city. I see all the tourists oh, all the time and all the shit that's going there on. Is, and there is all an the amazing is, amount of wealth in this city. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, but there's Ron. I'll let you go first because this is okay. So this is great. This is exactly what I wanted from this segment because you coming from Texas and now being here, this is like you're you're like still even having lived here three and a half years, you have this question which is amazing. Us fucking living here, our entire lives, bro. We know, and the thing is, is like we know, but even though people know what the problem is, it still doesn't get fixed. I mean, here's a, here's the other the other sub part of that question is, what the fuck happens if a city goes bankrupt? Do they just shut down? That is. I mean, does everybody questions. have to that's leave? A, that's a hell Does everybody of a have to leave? I mean, does it become questions. like an apocalypse? Is, it I mean, becomes what, like when the when the federal government shuts down. No, nobody gets I, into museums. I, mean, <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I haven't bought a house here, right? So I mean, yeah. I know if it shuts down, I just move back to El Paso, Texas. Right, but right, right. If they'll take me. Yeah, right. But right, I mean, right. what happens if a city goes bankrupt? I haven't done that. I haven't gone that far. That's a great question. Well, we don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. We're man. hoping it doesn't happen, but it's I, getting close. I hope that doesn't happen. It just seems like it'll be. Something like really horrible. I mean, when I hear about a, a a state going bankrupt, I mean, the first thing that come to mind for me is like Flint, Michigan. How it'll just be issues. I feel like things would just start to just happen and just like just terrible. How the hell does that happen though? 
Okay. Well, All right. Let's get it. Do you want to go I think, first? Well, Ron? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say a couple things. Um, one, I mean, I state. It, it starts at the state level. It's a state level. The state level and is, here's and here's is, one thing is, before you get into mm-hmm. that the state and the city are, are not as always <laughs> intertwined exactly. as, as people think they are exactly so that's another thing yeah um, yeah I think it starts at the state level I mean when you have governors indicted consecutively you know for the state so it Rod Blagojevich <laughs> oh my god hey what's up with Blago Blago hashtag Blago Blago hashtag Blago's a creep Lego head Lego hair Blago um and uh yeah man and and oh, yeah, shit. i don't know i just feel like it's a lot of ghost payroll you know here in chicago construction it's just a lot of a lot yo of i'll give you i'll give you a couple of prime ex- okay so there's i mean i'm not going to wake up this here like uh, in, a, in a box tomorrow morning with a cement pour like above my head am i <laughs> no no uh, it no. is a gangster town man don't let it don't don't <laughs> no, ever don't get not, it twisted we're not, man we're not calling out anybody's no, name just man. don't uh, just don't be like charlie Barons and start saying you're going to drop a line or anything like that that <laughs> that has a completely different meaning in chicago where yeah. <laughs> you, you might be you might be in the bottom of that uh, river that you don't want to be in mm-hmm. if you saying the wrong things. But no, all right, look, yeah. look, look, look. So here's um here's a couple of things. And these are these are the things that everybody knows and, and in some cases people will say out loud, but shit just goes away. And we've talked about some of that shit on this podcast already. So number one, at the state level, there is a guy who is like the legitimate Scott Underwood. What the fuck is his name? Uh Kevin Spacey's character, Frank Frank Underwood. He is okay. like Frank. he is like Frank Underwood. Okay, his name is Mike Madigan. He he fucking runs the goddamn. Just put it out there. (laughs) No, for real, it's Mike Madigan. No, for no, for real. Like, but like everybody fucking knows this. We've we've talked about articles where like okay, for so he's still in his own district. He had a uh, we we did this story on the podcast. There was a Hispanic guy who was running against him in his district. Guy wasn't gonna win. Mike Madigan's team still put up two other. Hispanic candidates. They're looking at this right now. It's a, it's a fed, it's getting federally investigated. They put up two other Hispanic candidates. They didn't run. They didn't do anything. They just put the names on the ballot and did the basic minimum shit just to siphon votes away from, from the main guy, guy who was getting like minimal. Like Mike Madigan wasn't losing. He still He's, had his aides do that shit just to ensure that there was no way he would potentially lose his seat. The guy's been in power for like ever. over three decades. Man. Yeah. His daughter, he got in Lisa, as the attorney general. Right. She, he's gearing her up to become probably governor or something else at some point. Like, he runs the fucking state, dude. Like, he runs it. He's been the speaker of the house for I think like legitimately three decades now, and he 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 is on record having stated that he hasn't given funding for certain uh, projects to help like the African American community in the Chicago. Tell him. In order to hold it over Republicans when they're running or if they're in power. I mean, th- I mean, the man is on record having said this, and yet he still wins because he's in a district where he makes sure he wins, mm-hmm. and then he runs the, the fucking state. And that's why the state is bankrupt. Here's another great example. Tell him. They, they, they passed a law where, and it went through, where they said, basically the law states, any money that you, so if you were on the highways, TJ, you're on the Dan Ryan, well, not, sorry, not the Dan Ryan, you're on like this, uh, if you're on the Reagan, or if you're on the Ike, where they actually have tolls, uh, or 355, um, all that money that you pay on the tolls can only go to road construction and road repair now. So, so, and here's, so first people are like, oh, well, that makes sense. The road sucks, so we should just, but here's the thing. Who runs the construction companies? Boom, <laughs> TJ. Boom, boom. His cronies ding, ding, who ding, donate ding. 
tons of money to his stuff. So they're so getting those, they're getting those contracts. Yeah, they're getting all those contracts for that. And here's the thing that's fucked up. Now, there's so much money in there because think about how many cars, and it's like $1.50 for every time you pass through. Think about how much money that is on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. Yep. None of that money. Dude, we're in a fucking pension crisis. There are fucking firefighters, police officers, and teachers who aren't getting fucking paid. And there's money in this fund that could help to, to siphon that off and, mm-hmm. and, and help it out. Can't can't be touched now. All that money just goes to the it's, – it's basically like a cycle that goes through. So you got – so there's one reason for you. Money is just there that you, it can't be touched, which is horrific. Number two, the oh, man, like the city of Chicago has been poorly run for – Many many years, uh, starting with Daly. Like Daly, Daly was basically like the other Frank Underwood for a uh, long time. You got to start with you got you got to start with Dad Daly dad, first. Oh no, for yes, real, no Dad, dad Daly first. Dad Daly, Holy he shit. was like Mike Madigan. I mean, he was yeah. like mayor forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, can we back up a minute and just? Sure, sure, I, sure. I'd like to just express that. Mike Madigan sounds like a fake name from like, <laughs> like it's like from the mo- movie Billy Madison or something. <laughs> well, I, mean, you, I mean, Happy Gilmore or, or something like yeah. Mike Madigan. TJ, I mean, really? TJ, no joke right now in my nine to five job, my sales job, I'm calling on a Mike Madigan. And I don't I know, know how giggling. I feel about You're that. probably giggling every time every you time, like to say his name. Every time I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping I get through actual Mike Madigan and it's like him. And he's like, I'm like, dude, you're running a fucking training. It might be him. I don't even know. Like you're running a trading company too. Dude, how many hands and how many cookie Madigan. jars do you fucking have, bro? All of them. I, all of them. Literally. He, <gasps> this is a perfect time. This is like a Daniel Day-Lewis in, uh, <laughs> in fucking, uh, um, oh, fuck. What is that movie? Uh, there Will Be Blood. Mike Madigan is Daniel Day-Lewis. He's like, I take your milkshake. I put my show. Fuck it all. That's basically what's happening in this state, bro. Oh, He's just man. sucking up my milkshake, dude. That's so whack. I've been wanting to fucking do that on this podcast for the longest time now. Man, I'm going to clip that shit. That's going to be at the end of the podcast from now on. Yeah. Uh, we end, we end that's how we end. With yeah, we I'm going to suck you up yeah, out of this show. That's right. That's right. Right now, it, it ends with uh, don't be a dick, be a dick up. But I, I might change that now. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's why. I mean, that's I, mean I, I get it. And I, and I, I think I, I kind of know the answer to the question before I ask it. But it just blows my mind. It, it just leads back to why politics suck. Yeah. Suck completely and why um, parties by the – Political parties both suck, in my yeah. in my mind, and why yeah. I've kind of uh, I, I don't talk politics or religion, but especially now during this political climate, why I've um, clearly gone to a more independent stance because uh, I just I don't yeah. fucking get it. I don't see you how it to. continues to happen. And mm-hmm. and in Chicago is one thing, and the financial crisis in Chicago is one thing. But when you just look at like the political climate uh, across the board, it's it fucking just, ridiculous. It just pisses you off. And childish. You, you and feel like you it's so stupid. It's stupid. You feel like you have like your hands are tied. It's nothing you can do. We're we just have to sit and wait. Yeah, there is nothing. I mean, even can do voting. Is on a bitch. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole that's why the whole thing even if you're voting, it's almost like It's a joke. It, I mean, I mean they're they constantly it rewriting but it doesn't matter. Still vote everybody. Jerry still Andrew, still do you it. Still go out and vote, but but I think what I think is bullshit is that um you you listen to politicians and I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever, but there's been issues with every president, right? It's not just and – and I know that if you're strong uh, political tie to one party or the other, you're going to argue for, for your party. That's great. But no president um, or any – at any level of government, no, no politician ever gets into office. It seems like – I could be wrong. You could point someone out to me and show me someone that's done it, but 
uh, everything you 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 know b- better lunches and, and in the cafeteria and longer recess. I mean, it's it all just seems to be bullshit, and it's all party party based. And then you get in the office and you just do what your party says, and then fucking move down the road. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people who are like yeah. that, and there's a lot of instances like that. Um, yeah, it's all it's all power plays in there. Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, I love talking politics. But I don't I, talk I, politics. I, geek, I know. I love I, – I'll do it, man. I geek out on I'm this I'm going to get shit. you started, and then I'm going to say I don't talk politics. I know, right? Well, we, well, we'll we'll get off of this, but what I'll just say is you're, you are 100% correct in everything you just said, and it's it's completely crazy how things are, and it's at all levels. But the one the one point I was going to make is is this, right? So politics – and that's why – that's – Primarily, the point of this podcast, we we're like we're not afraid to talk about these things, so they need to be talked about. People, hell need to know. no. I mean, like people need to know because people know, but sometimes they don't know what yep. they don't know. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to help bring this information on this podcast and have honest conversations like no, this. No, I, I like that, cool and, I, and I'm not I'm not educated enough to to bring the knowledge, but I do have I I pose the questions. Because yeah, what no, the I, fuck? I appreciate that, and and so so here's so here's just a general thought about politics in general, and this goes back to like. The formation of this of this country. Oh shit! Hey, just about to get deep, if, y'all. For real, if, if you read Alexis de Tocqueville's book "Democracy in America," mm-hmm. there is a whole section where he talks about how good people will not run for office because once you are in office, it is impossible to be good. Exactly, you're corrupted, and you get corrupted. And good people don't want; they can see that that is going to happen to mm-hmm. them, and they choose not to do so. So you get folks who are politicians who are who are willing to go. Like you get people who who probably still go into it altruistically yeah. and want to do. I well. believe that. I believe. Absolutely. I believe there are a lot of people who do that. But fuck, Jesus! Just in the last within this last decade, there have been several politicians on both the democratic and republican sides who were in office and basically were like i'm not running again because nothing's getting done anymore this is this partisan shit is off the rails and there's no partisan i, I, mean, I used to be able to work with people and now i can't work yeah with they, people, they so i'm out they're few, bipartisan is yeah right it's not even a, it's not even a thing it's my favorite, not my favorite, my favorite saying is. is i work with both sides of the aisle right like bro <laughs> Bro. Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. No, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't. No, you, you can't. Don't. You, you work on both sides of the aisle if they agree with your party. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, con- I mean, God, we're getting And like I'm not these- blaming the actual individuals. It's just politics. Yeah. And that's what I it mean, comes back to. And, and that's always. But, it's, but it's, it's politics, I feel like. I, I will just say the reason why I dislike politics is because is I, I really think that it's all done, um, you know, it, it should be based around doing what's best for our country and for the people of this country. And and really, it just comes down to party. And I think it trickles down to individuals, too, because if you talk to individuals on either side that are, um, I, I hate the term far left or far right, but if you talk to people that are very narrow-minded and just, you know, have gone to the extreme, there is no fucking reasoning. There is no reasoning as to, um, but what is best? What is best for, for for the nation, or what is best for the people as a whole? There is no fucking reasoning on that. It is mm-hmm. just this is the way I see it, and if you don't see it this way, fuck you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you know what? We're tolerant of everybody unless they don't agree with us. Fuck you. That's right. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And that like, and, and that comes it's back just to bullshit it, preaching. It comes back to this state and to this city of Chicago. Same difference. 
we on this podcast have talked about numerous situations where money is just going to projects and things, and we're just like, wh- it's like oh, what? I'm sorry, we have this money. Yeah. Why is it not going? Yo, in fucking Harvey, they're trying to fucking. I'm pretty sure it's Harvey. They're trying to like they, literally. There's like lead poisoning, brain damaging water <clears throat> because fucking pipes over there haven't been updated for fucking decades. Yeah. And we can't get them the fucking money that they need, but we're going to build a fucking library, library or a fucking the George Lucas Museum. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is the whole thing. Like, it's all – it doesn't make sense. And to your point, what you just said, that is another reason why this city is bankrupt because money is going to places that it shouldn't be going it to. It should not – Because yeah. people have – because of the politics, people are just trying to get reelected. That's really all it is. I mean, fuck, motherfuckers in, in – in, uh, office spend so much of their time doing fundraising and to basically do what my job is cold yeah. calling bro don't even get me started on, on on fundraising and how much money oh. is raised how much money people give so yeah. for, uh, for fun you know yeah. for for like political campaigns and then so <clears throat> right that gets shady too because you get people donating you get these shady individuals donating to these parties why are you taking money from these people you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it gets, you know they just want you to do something for them later. Of course, it's not, nothing's nothing. Nothing. Uh, hey, you you get it's all this, quid this, pro quo. Yeah, you don't you don't get something for nothing. That's right. Um, not 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 when it comes to the upper echelons of politics in, in the state and it, particularly in Chicago. And that's Especially another thing. Chicago. Is that the city of Chicago is constantly fighting for money from well, the state? Look at Chicago, how they just sell off stuff to private, you know, companies. Mm-hmm. You know, the the um, the pay boxes. You know, they got rid of the the, the actual um, old, you know, machines that we had, and you got these privatized companies, and they come in and they, you know, scoop all the stuff up. So that right there is it. Just lets you know they're not trying to do anything for us. It's all about mm-hmm. people lining their pockets for their greater good. Let me tell you something. City of Chicago could come out of financial troubles by the amount of fucking tickets they've written me since I've been uh, in Chicago. Let me I tell know you something. all about that life. I've had maybe I had like on my record, I probably had one ticket in the last fifteen years living in Texas. I come to Chicago and it's like I'm afraid to take my car anywhere okay. because I always yep. and it'll be like yep. my parking meter ran out like yep. one second or mm-hmm. I had to I've I've actually bullshit because I've actually contested like Five out of eight tickets, and I've won mm-hmm. all five contests. Oh wow! Congratulations! Like, hey, my park. You uh, might want to leave a note. You might leave a note on uh, it's, on, on your. You should start your own podcast. No How to get out Chicago tickets? Well, no, it's because like <laughs> I say, hey, here's a copy of the Park yeah. Chicago, whatever that app is, yep, showing yep. that this is the time from this time to this time. Here's the ticket that's written for this time. Uh, uh, we've decided that you um, have won the co- contest, and yep. uh, you will not be allowed. Well, yep, yeah, I've had I mean, that too. Yeah, I paid for it, dude. I fucking moved the place before here in the studio, the place I was before. I left my car outside. I had no like I wasn't the, the way they had the signs. It was confusing to me, so I thought I was good where I parked. I got like five tickets within the first weekend of living in my new place. I was like, fuck, bro, that's five, and it's five hundred dollars. That's the other it's thing. It's not like it's like a, a it's not like it's a twenty dollar ticket. Nah, it like ain't some stuff you be like. Oh, hold on, I got this, babe. Let me go ahead and knock this yeah. out. We we can still continue and go do the show and go to di- nah, dude. You get parking tickets here, like shit. You might you you like damn. Do I pay rent or do I get parking this boot where, off my car, yeah, dog? Because they go tow your shit. Parking mm-hmm. tickets where I'm from are like twenty twenty five bucks, nah, man. and that's yeah. like an expensive one. That's how they are in the burbs, dude. Here they're, they're only like, like fifty to hundred bucks. Yep, and they double. And they, After yeah. seven days. That's right. Wow. They can. Yeah, if you don't okay. pay them. That's enough. That's right. Yep. Well, shit. So is that Bad something tickets. you didn't know about when you first moved here? 
<laughs> but I love it. <laughs> it's fun to live here, though. No, I like, love. I mean, all all that aside, I, I really do like living in Chicago, and it's been a great experience for me and my family so far. I love you, I'm, Chicago. Well, that's why I found your story so interesting, and why I wanted to have you on and talk about this. And I love the where it went, the, the conversation. Rants, I mean, you had a great question. The crazy rants. Yeah, we went off. We went off somewhere I didn't expect, but it was great because it, it is true. Like people who move here don't really understand. Like the reason why you pose those questions is because you're like, I don't get it. Like yeah, I'm from no, a place this I'm should not to. be happening here. It doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. And it's because I mean, Ch Chicago has a reputation for this shit, man. Yeah. We are a reputation for being corrupt. I mean, there was a whole uh, back in the olden days, man. The uh, well, I think it was the Tawny. I was talking about the olden days. Olden days, our I, forefathers. I, dude, I'm a nerd. Just with all this knowledge, history, man. Some knowledge, bro. I, I hear believe it. it was the uh, the Tawny uh, or Tawny. I probably got that wrong. Some can fact check me on that. But um, fuck, here's okay, bro. Here's here's why it's called the Windy City. <laughs> That's right. It's not because of the wind coming off the lake. I know. Folks. I know why. Tell us. I didn't. I didn't know. That's one thing I learned. It's called the Windy City because of the politics. Absolutely. That is correct. But That's I still correct. hear people talk about Chicago that aren't from here that are visit. Like I'll hear people say, somebody say, "That's why they call it the Windy City." Yeah. Because the wind coming off the lake, mm -hmm. and I and I, I had to learn that when I got here. Yeah. That's that's that that's is the easy. Biggest that's an easy, uh, very. That's a misconception. That is yeah. that is the yeah that is probably the number one. Like everybody in the country probably knows Windy yeah. City. But they don't know. It's because, because politics it's blow. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 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 That's right. right. Or, or you're blowing some you blowing out. politics. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or yeah. <laughs> or they just blowing shit out their ass. Yeah. But yeah, the the real the the very 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 brief history about that is that uh, yeah I think it was the Tawny or Tolly uh, sure party. Oh. Hey, oh, come on, Siri. Siri. See, Man, Siri. Siri doesn't understand either, TJ. Hey, Siri, be like She's that like, sometimes. I don't understand the corruption in Chicago either. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, Siri. You should know this already. You. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on yeah, over there, I'm man? Just what's going on? Your fancy what watch. is going on over here in my Apple Watch? People, people man. don't want us talking about this. They don't. It is. Isn't that something? <laughs> I wonder who Somebody's those people listening. are. Google. <laughs> wow. Google's listening. Apple's bro. listening, Shut man. You that, down. Is, that is scary. Yeah. Shut you down. But that, I mean, that was the whole thing back in like the turn of the century, the 1890s to 1900s, the Tolly, Tawny, whatever their party was. Literally, people would change their opinions on things like the wind. Depending on who was paying them off, or you know, somebody beating somebody up like gangs of New York type shit, man. Like yeah. that's how it was in Chicago, and that's where the term, that's where that term actually comes from. By but, the way, Daniel Day Lewis, fucking man. Oh, he's the best. Dude. He's awesome. One of the greatest. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Okay, 100%. that's all I wanted to say about that. All right. Well, moving right along <laughs> in yeah. other news, we got two other things we want to talk about real quick. Let's talk really, really briefly about this whole CPS strike that's going on. Uh, this is. This is, I mean, I mean, it's kind of in line with what we were talking about, yeah. but, but I mean, okay, so let's get in, let's get into this. So Mary, uh, Mary Lori Lightfoot, mm -hmm. who lives on the same street as our boy Landon, by the way, that's why there's always cops outside. Did you know about that? Yeah, I know that's that. hilarious. She, she just lives, found that out. She lives, she, lives in, she lives in Logan, bro. Maybe I, I shouldn't be that. divulging this. No. <laughs> that's why there's cops outside don't, her house. Don't mention any streets, uh -oh. but you ever notice the cars are always hanging out? You know what? Now I think, okay, I do. Always. Huh. We could be wrong. By the way, but that's right. what I think. We could be wrong. It's maybe a diversion. But anyway, so Mary, uh, Mary I'm seldom wrong, though. Mayor. Mayor, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. There you go. Is uh, basically picking up the pieces from Rahm Emanuel dealing with this CPS issue, right? So they're trying to pledge an additional $2 million to mm -hmm. grow the pipeline of critical – really, it's about support staff. Yeah. Here's, here's the crux of the thing. Uh, the teachers' union. Yep. 
really wants they want a bunch more support staff they want a bunch more money mm-hmm. and they want they want more money for their teachers uh and better benefits right medical plans things like that okay so here, here's the top five right yeah you got them right here nice number one which would surprise you because i think a lot of people when they hear a teacher strike they just think money yeah right. it's not just like, that. Right. salaries Mm-mm. right the number one complaint is class sizes yeah yeah and in the research the i was sizes. doing on this unfucking real uh some teachers reported having class sizes up to 50 kids. That's a lot of kids. High, without an assistant. That's, how, that's how do you even... How does anyone So they're, they're trying to fight for elementary school classes to be no more than 25 kids and high school, middle school classes to be no more than 28 kids, which I feel like as a teacher, if I'm a teacher, number one, shout out to all the teachers. Yeah, yeah. for real. Teachers. So, teachers. Yeah. You want to talk about saving lives. Yeah. Um, and yeah, stimulating the economy. Absolutely. And, and not, not, you know, there's, there's bad in every single, um, profession, mm-hmm. but teachers are the lifeline, mm-hmm. um, especially in a city like Chicago that has, that deals with a lot of, um, you know, poverty, um, talk about, bro, there's so many things we could get into with Chicago. You talk about, um, Chicago being a big adversary for bringing, uh, um, you know, for being a safe safe city and, and, and all this, all this kind of stuff. Do you, do we even realize the homelessness problem in Chicago and, and the homelessness problem for, uh, young people, right? The kids that are still enrolled in high school, but that are homeless. Right. And you, you talk about, uh, a safe place for kids to be during the day and then uh, to give them a chance at a better life. How are they supposed to be educated? I can't imagine running a classroom and trying to be able to to get through to 28 kids, 28 kids even. I mean, so they're, they're, that's the number one complaint. They're mm-hmm. asking for, for smaller classes. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, wages. Wages was a thing. Here, here's, here's what's really interesting to me. I did some research on, on the wages for the teachers in Chicago. Yeah. They make pretty damn good money. They do. They, do. they actually they're, do. They're number one. They do. In yep. uh, big cities. Yep. Which blew my mind. I thought, you know, we were talking about like, yeah, because I, I come from a place where teachers make twenty five, twenty six mm-hmm. grand a year, mm-hmm. right? They're 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 uh, a teacher that has five years' experience is making in the neighborhood of like seventy eight grand a year. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. Not saying that they don't deserve it. I think they totally fucking deserve it. But that's I think that's great. I think they totally fucking deserve it. So that that's part of it. They, they're 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 negotiating on on an increase for wages. But they were talking about an increase that would possibly bring in, in the next five years teachers that have five years' experience up to a hundred grand a year. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's a not that's good chunk of coin. They deserve it. Yeah. I mean, they oh, yeah. they, they do in this city. But 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 what I'm saying, they yeah. deserve it. But uh, I don't know that that should be a main point of contention when you're talking about shutting down schools and and, and keeping kids from from education. I think one thing that's the, another misconception is how teachers really they don't have control over their curriculum, and I think that is something that a lot of teachers going into the field of teaching they don't know that until they actually get into you know they get in with the school board and they realize they have no say so and they're stuck following this this guide and they're not able to you know deviate from that and actually help their children you know excel the way they want them to they're kind of just following this this guideline and i think that's a huge problem too you know they want to do things. They want to try to like be more organic and just have all types of different ways to, you know, to stimulate these young minds. But they're not able to because the school board is having them with this generic, you know, uh, curriculum. There's so well, a, lot, a lot of it. Is, a lot of it has come down to this statewide testing, and mm-hmm. that being the biggest push, which is which is kind of ridiculous because I I see it. Um, 
and even my kids' lives, uh, a big push always comes around this statewide testing time, and that's really uh, does nothing to show. Uh, it's not really about the kids. It's about it's about the school and school. It's about it's about the schools results and getting good. and getting money and so, funding. Yeah, hundred percent. So culturally biased, man. Yeah, that, it's that there's so much we don't have time to get any of that, yeah. but that is a whole topic of well, research. Well, here, here's my my long and short of it. I think I think that um, it's great that the teachers have a union. I think teachers, sure. like I said, they need it. Give them my my sister's been a teacher for 20 plus years. She she just was promoted to principal oh, of a bilingual of a, of a bilingual school in Austin, Texas. Nice. Very awesome. And she is the epitome of what an educator should be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she she has not lost her enthusiasm. Um, she's not lost her love for the kids and her genuine want to make these kids have a better life or en- enable them to do that. And I think that we've got you know way bigger problems um, in, in other areas of you know our, our financial demise here in Chicago. I think that the school system, and it's not really just about the teachers and their strike, it's really about the school system. Um, but I, I, you know, if, if this strike goes through on Thursday and an agreement's not reached, I think that regardless of who's right and who's wrong, the only people that suffer are these kids. That's right. 100%. And, and, and like I was telling you before, and did a little research on, on what happens if they go on strike and they've got these, the, the, you know, they've got these links to, um, where kids can spend their day if the school goes on a strike. And how much it costs? I'll tell you what. There's there's a few places that are offering it, um, you know, for free, but it's it's only up to a certain point, and it's first come first serve. Of course. But the places I was looking at that are offering uh, uh, refuge or, or or a place for them to hang out during the day, you know, sixty dollars a day, eighty dollars a day. I mean, that's who can afford that? Yeah. You yeah, know? that's that's ridiculous. Uh, one one key thing city, is yeah. the schools will be open. By the way, the schools will be open. The kids can go to school. They still will offer breakfast and lunch. But they're basically going to sit around which in the is, Which is a thing, particularly in certain areas of the city. I mean, fuck, some of those kids. Yeah. Like, that's some of the only meals. Well, when you're starting to talk about the homeless, the homeless, homeless kids. Uh, population of, of kids that are still registered in school, and they, they depend on that. And ki- kids from underprivileged areas. Yeah. South side, west side. Yeah. T- primarily, yeah. right? Fuck, some of those kids, they don't get breakfast unless they go to school. Well, sure. I, I will tell Legit. you this. I'd be, I'd be way, why more, it's free. way more in favor of, of pushing funds from Chicago through to this um, to the school district as opposed to uh, some new museum. 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> I, again. Yeah. It's crazy how that. It's that's bad for these schools here, man. Like uh, yeah. the selective enrollment for high school. These kids are just going from eighth grade to high school. It is so much pressure. It's more pressure than these kids actually getting into college. Yeah, these these kids are, man, it's a lot of pressure because the CPS system is, let's face it, I mean, do you really want your child going to CPS nowadays? We just went through that with my daughter. Let me pose this this question. Mm -hmm. The decision makers, Mm -hmm. where do their kids go to school? (laughs) Charter schools. Uh, No, no, no. I think the... I, I, I think the charter schools private people, schools. I think people don't found out about the charter schools too. Charter's been having their issues. They have been they, having their they're issues. They're not That's going. Uh, people private. People are not it's sending private. their kids to charter schools like they've been doing for like about a good five six years ago. You got the private institutions, which I went to. Mount Carmel stand up. We are MC. Oh, yeah. Mount Carmel. Um, nice. 
Select Bennett Red Wing over here, bro. There you go. We used to play, you motherfuckers. Yeah, y'all got crushed. And no, uh, you guys not sh- in soccer, bro. Uh, hey, that's okay. Y'all got a football team. All right, yeah, uh, we do. Thanks. All right. So back to um, um, <laughs> private school. Right, private private schools. schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaders or decision makers, their children go to either the private schools or the selective enrollment schools. Correct. The Walter Paytons. Yep. The Jones. The Jones. Sam goes there. We got him into there. Um, you know, the Whitney Youngs, the Lane Techs, you know. Not not to say that um, if their kids were going to public schools that they would, you know, treat this. Well, maybe, maybe they would. But, um, you know, I, I think that it, when it really comes down to it, um, really just got to do, and it goes back to the politics. Just need, you just need to do what's best for the city. Come on, teachers union and, you know, city and city council figure that shit out because if the kids are out um that's no good well here's the thing right so so here's here's a big problem so so mayor Lori lightfoot Mm -hmm. the Lightfoot. (laughs) she's trying to foot fast is what she's trying to do but she found out that she's got an anchor on that foot so she ain't she ain't she's not as light on her feet as she would like to be um and this is this is why rom left it for her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also like the, like, like, like the water meters too oh jesus yeah. let's not we can't get into the too much stuff here but um she's proposed a plan to, to basically put some increases over a five-year period yep. but all the teachers union is like yo we need the support for, for for the class size right we need support we, administ- we need more administrative folks we need more teaching assistance here's what the here is here is legitimately school like therapists or counselors all that critical. they need all of those nurses they're like literally a teacher is like okay you're saying that we need a nurse in every school we need a counselor in every school but we don't have the funds to even hire them mm-hmm. now here's here's a problem though there's i mean i don't know the statistics on this it hasn't been in any articles that i found as of yet but they're basically saying like well we're not finding a lot of qualified people to even fill these fucking positions. So, folks, if you want to go into to a good career and you're a young person going to college, consider going into those fields because there are jobs. You know, everybody – I mean, this is a thing that's off topic a little bit. I don't want to get into it too much, but we have a whole education system that's like pushing, oh, become a computer engineer. Do a, It's like, yo, there are like some legit jobs that will pay you very, very well that are not being promoted right now. And that's like a big one, right? There's a it's Plus, I know I know a ton of uh, computer engineers that are don't have careers. Yeah, because it's just you know. Yeah, exactly. And here, yo, my mom is a special education administrator for a school district in the Burbs, and she's told me stories of people and candidates that she's had to scour through, and they're just not up to snuff for what is required of them. And then you get folks who are who are in the jobs, and they're not. There's a whole lot of things that are really impro- are, are, are messed up. So, you know, you, this, is where we, this is where we have this standstill, right? We've got things that are being asked for, and we've got the city who's like, we only have so much funds, and based on our research, we don't even know, even if we have the money for all this, we don't know if we can fill these positions. So what do you want us to do? Yeah. You know, it's like... Well, and the amount of money that they're talking about releasing doesn't even put a dent in the real problem. Mm-mm. I mean, it's, there's just... And I think that's probably part of the problem that the city of Chicago is facing is that they just don't have enough money to really make a difference. But I don't know. You gotta or figure do something they? Out. Yeah. Or do they? Right. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Jail fans. Um, uh, by, so. by the way, that's one thing that um, I, I was not used to when I first came to Chicago is union. Oh, oh yeah. Like we don't have union wh- where I'm from. Yeah. Not, not in Texas. Like I, I was a, you know, a real estate developer in Texas and, 
when I found out how much union guys make for like doing sheetrocking and stuff like that, it's, there's a reason why rents here mm-hmm. through the fucking roof. Yep, that is correct. Yeah, that's um, the one thing that unions are great. I think unions great. are great in in every aspect for protecting those workers. But I, I think well, everything as, gets out of hand. As actors, we've got a union, SAG-AFTRA, yeah. or Absolutely. Equity, right? That's true. Yep. I mean, it's there are certain standards that need to be yeah. held accountable held for people accountable. working in I just tough think conditions. That when either side takes advantage and pushes, you know, beyond what is is acceptable or reasonable i just think it's doing nobody any good that's true that is 100 percent accurate 100 percent. counterproductive yeah so we'll see what they figure that shit out yeah we'll see how how things progress uh, see thursday on thursday if it goes through or if they figure their shit out it looks like i mean you know i i think it was a good day yeah i do think i think mayor Lori lightfoot is legitimately trying to find a solid solution based on what she's looking at yeah she seems like she might work out, which is good. Um, I hope so. I hope so, too. She's I doing so some too. good things. Most of the things I'm seeing she's doing, I'm happy with thus far. But this is uh, this is a situation. And it's going to look. This might be a growing pain situation where it's like you're just going to have to we have to tough it out until shit gets fixed. And it might be a hell a generation or two before it does. Well, she's got ganas either way, which is slang for like she's got balls right in, in spanish ganas yeah so she's got balls either way for stepping into that position in this city yep you know and, it just, and you anytime you do that totally. in a city like chicago you inherit a lot of issues that you eventually could get blamed for or, or be mm-hmm. you know, be drug into but hopefully yep. she works out and that she's good for the city that's right yeah and hopefully this situation gets resolved we will we will post the links to some of the articles that we had for this, you all can do some reading on your own, our valued listeners. Um, and we may bring this up again yeah. after Thursday and talk about it a little bit more, give you an update. But, uh, de- I mean, this is a this is a big issue in Chicago. This yeah. has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Since, since Rom, July? Yeah, for a long or, time. Well, so this, this strike negotiation has been yeah. going on since, like, July, right? Correct. It's yeah. rough. Yeah, in fact, I believe they postponed it before the transition. Absolutely. Rom was like, yeah, song? we're going to put this shit on hold. I'm hey, out. Lori. Yo, out. Lori. Yo, you in. Tag in, yo. <laughs> she yeah. gets in the ring, and she's you like, got this shit. <laughs> she's got two big burly men running over. <laughs> she's like, time out. Hold up. Yeah, man. She, yeah. Hopefully, uh, she pull it off. Give me give me my harp and my Hermes shoes. <laughs> Let me fly away uh, is, what I, is what I would want to do. But anyway, um, moving right along, gentlemen, in other news. Okay, it is time for our favorite segment of the podcast you know Gentlemen, what time it is it is time for the, the jack of the week yes all right oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen this week's jig off is none other than jimmy kimmel jimmy what kimmel. a piece of garbage <laughs> I can't stand this motherfucker. I, I, I really tell us, can't. Hey, hey, tell us how tell you, how you feel, really, really Let feel. Me, you know who grinds Jimmy. my gears? <laughs> Who's Jimmy that, Kimmel. Justin? Jimmy fucking Kimmel. Okay, first of all, I remember this guy uh, when he was on The Man Show and when he was the host of Ben Stein's Money Show. Do you guys remember, remember watching that? I do you remember not Ben remember Stein, that, man. the Bueller guy? Bueller. Yeah. That guy. And then Bueller. he had he had yeah. the game show on the game show network. It was like win Ben Stein's money. Yep. Damn. Fucking Jimmy Kimmel hosted that show. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, and I thought he was hilarious on the man show, whatever. Now he's all of a sudden on a fucking late night talk show. And now he's the fucking uh poster child, uh political 
voice for all people talking about all like bro where like he's talking about women's issues i'm like dude do you remember does, does nobody remember this guy on the man show talking about slamming puss and like he literally did a challenge where he was like i bet you i can take your bra off with from behind, in front of you in less than 10 seconds nobody remembers this shit nobody remembers this guy i'm Black dude, man. What? Watch the bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saved yourself a lot of turmoil because yeah. holy fucking shit, dude. So anyway, all right. Here's why he's the jag off of the week, and we've got three actors here. So we all we all watch the video. Yeah. We will post the video so y'all can watch it for yourselves, and you can tell us what you think. But here's what basically what happened. Jimmy Kimmel had Joaquin Phoenix on his show. Phenomenal actor, by the way. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't, I haven't seen the movie Joker yet. I was, I need to go. I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go this week. I was gonna go yesterday. I didn't go. Uh, we all know. Reasons. We all know why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, mean, I hear amazing, yeah. amazing stuff. Absolutely. Joaquin yep. Phoenix, amazing actor. If you ha- also, if you haven't seen her, he is amazing in her. Yeah. Oh my God, great actor, right? I've been fucking uh, Gladiator is one of my favorite movies of all time. He's phenomenal in that. Yeah. The dude fucking crushes his roles. He's like the next Daniel Day Lewis. The dude crushes. Okay. Now he's on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, first two two things that piss me off. Number one, he's like, "Oh, are you good at dancing? Whatever." It's like, "Yeah, uh, I used to, I'm b- best at break dancing, but I really just did it for myself. I didn't do it for any accolades, blah blah whatever." And Jimmy goes, "Oh, so you're just in your room by yourself on a, on a card, you know, piece of cardboard?" <laughs> yeah. And and then Joaquin responds, "Well, you know, you're making fun of it, but you know, it's pretty serious." Yeah, to me. yeah, he really kind of took he yeah. he was like, "Damn, yeah, nah, dude, he's like laughing, but it's really serious, you, bro." Yeah, he, yeah, and then and then Jimmy Kimmel just laughs, goes, <laughs> "I know, I know." No, you don't, you motherfucker. Right. You don't know because you haven't done shit. You Since know, the man show, go you, fuck yourself. You know Jimmy you Kimmel. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's not doing no windmills and shit. Fuck don't yeah, know, dude. Yeah, this bro doesn't know shit. But here's the thing that really, really got me. Yeah, if he really if he had me. done that kind of shit, he would know. He would know. It's no joke. No, it's no joke. It's right. no joke. Yeah. So here's the real thing that got me though. Okay. So a little bit later in the fucking thing, okay, he uh, he they they had a clip mm-hmm. from when he was preparing for a scene. Right. And it's basically. And they caught him, com- and like he, Joaquin did not know that they had this clip. It was right. like, hey, we got a surprise clip. No, but we don't think he did. We don't if, think if he, he if did. They, if this was part of his plan with with Jimmy Kimmel, then yeah, sorry, Jimmy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah. We, it didn't it didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like it from. Watch the clip and hey, you'll hey, see hey, if you watch Joaquin's a great clip. actor, though, man. Yeah, he could have been acted like he, if that's bro. the case. Then yeah, yeah, but I don't know. That seems it didn't seem like him. That would seem kind of cheesy for him to throw that out there to then pretend like he didn't know and he was embarrassed. Why would you do that? I mean, it's not something you want to be seen. And if you watch the rest of his interview, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would do something like that. No, and it's not something he wants out there. Yeah. He wanted exactly. to just he go on with the conversation. No, he did not want yeah. that out there. So here's what happened. It's a clip of Joaquin where he's trying to prepare for a very serious scene, mm-hmm. and they're in a very confined space. It looks like they're in, like, uh, you know, an apartment room or some yeah. shit. And he's basically complaining about some of the producers or audio guys whispering. Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Thank you. The cinematographer whispering to people, making fun of them for looking like Cher, all this stuff. And they... And, the, and he's swearing. He's like obviously upset. He's trying to, you know, he's focused. We all know this because we're all actors. Some, you like for those people out there who don't, who are not actors or do, like don't know about the process. There are some scenes that we have to do sometimes yeah. where, you know, it, it's difficult to put yourself in the mindset of something you might not not normally do. You know, like uh, 
you're thinking about the death of your mother yeah. or something, you know, like you gotta, you, 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 you need to have that core vulnerability. You got to be right. able to get to that place. You got to get to that place as fast as you can. Right. You got to sit in it. You got to you know? sit in you it and you got to be in it for the scene as Absolutely. soon as they yell action. Right. And then you got to do that when you've got a bunch of motherfuckers watching you. You know, it's not like you're just in a room by yourself and no. you're doing it. There's people yeah. fucking with equipment mm -hmm. watching you do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a tough gig. Or, I mean, it is a tough gig, rather. So, anyway, so he's in this thing, right? This guy's whispering, cinematographer's whispering, and he's basically yelling and swearing at the guy, right? Jimmy Kimmel pulls he, the He clip. wasn't even really yelling. He was nah, just like, just, you know, uh, he, he used some curse words, but, I mean, uh, you got to watch the clip because he reacted, um, I think, in a way that most people would. Mm -hmm. But, it, and on top of that, you should have, uh, on a closed set, when you're shooting a product and then it's supposed to be put together and then a final film, you should have some, uh, some privacy, some, you know, there's going to be things that happen on a closed set that it's not, it's a closed set for a reason. It's not meant to be, you know, privy for other people to, to know or see. And when you're, when you're in, um, and you're trying to get in a certain headspace and you're in a state of mind and you're getting ready to do something serious. And come on, if you if you think about it, the Joker role is not, uh, yeah, yeah, the Joker, right? It's a Joker, but um, it's some seriously mental yeah. shit. You've got to get into heavy, a headspace heavy. that is super heavy. And yeah, and this Joker movie is not like some of the other ones. This right. is, uh, and that's what we're talking about. It's like an origin story, but it's not really a superhero it's, film. It's yeah, a, it's it's, it's, a, it's not a lot of. Gun shooting and, right. and, and, you know, all that violence. That it's, it's a is, drama oh yeah. using the Joker, mm -hmm. and it's it's really talking about our situation today from from all the reviews that I've listened to. and whatnot. It's a, we, I, I haven't seen it, but I even if though I haven't seen it, I still recommend everybody go see it. It looks phenomenal. But, yeah, so he ends this clip, and you can, I mean, watch the clip for yourselves. We'll post it, like I said, but Joaquin looks visibly annoyed. upset and annoyed. Because and he says that and he apologizes and everything and, and all that jazz for that. But I mean, to do that as a late night talk show host, it to wasn't an just actor, that, but it, he, he kind of was throwing um, Joaquin under the bus it, and yeah, he was laughing totally. about it. Yeah. And like, ha ha ha, you got like, oh, we gotta blame your, pro for this. your producer <laughs> sent us this. Yeah. Ha ha ha, who's Larry? Ha 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 ha. Yeah, right. Tell, it, Joaquin it, was just kind of like, He's like, can uh, we move on? Can right. we can we go move to something else? But one point, one part that was Joaquin. even that, that really kind of like stand out is when Joaquin said, "You know what? I'm gonna have my publicist issue a statement tomorrow. You know, I'm gonna apologize." And then Jimmy's like, "Yeah, you should apologize." Yeah, he you says, know, he's like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, I think you, you, should. Yeah, you should." That's why it, for a second you you wonder if if you know Joaquin knew it was gonna come out or or not. But it really would blow my mind if he did because the reaction seemed like an honest reaction yeah, to it. It did, um, and. Uh, it's kind of crazy because again um what he was trying to accomplish as an actor um for and, and he even says it at the end he kind of even says it like you know but seriously he shouldn't have been doing that like right, yeah. he's like I'm, yeah you don't have when you're trying to get into mm -hmm. a, a serious deep headspace you don't want to fucking hear somebody on set whispering or joking around, or cracking laughing. jokes, because um, that's not your job. And unless that's happened to you, and you under, you don't understand what that what that feels like, um, you know, then then you can't sympathize with him. But I mean, as an actor, I, I, I totally fucking get it, and I think he was a dick move. I'd be pissed yeah. too. Yeah, no, total jag off move. That's why he's the jag off of the week. And I mean, look, I you know, it's 
there was something that came out. Norm, who is not with us right now, had mentioned to me yesterday that there was an article, and maybe this was the publicist thing to spin it, was that, oh, yeah, Joaquin knew about it. It was a planned thing, you know, trying to spin it in a positive light. Maybe it's true. Maybe it isn't. Uh, Like, again, we all watched it again before we went on. He looks like he genuinely was – because he seems like the type of guy to me who wouldn't do something for a publicity stunt. Well, and he, it wasn't fucking. His, it wasn't his, fucking funny. The clip that no, Jimmy Kimmel showed no, wasn't, it wasn't funny. funny. It wasn't funny yeah. either. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't fucking funny. It was like you could tell he was, um, he was in his element, trying to get into a state of mind, and you could tell that he was visibly being thrown off. Yeah. Uh, by by whatever was happening in the background, and a cinematographer. Look, this is not some rinking dink set. No. You should fucking know. Um. I don't. I don't know the cinematographer. I don't. I don't know exactly what happened. But anybody on set, quiet on set, is for a reason. <laughs> yes. um, maybe up, the director. Right. For real. You know, the director can call some things. But but typically, when you're getting ready to shoot a scene, especially a heavy scene, you you give the actor a moment to prepare and get in that headspace, and it's fucking quiet. You it's shut. Not, not whispering. The fuck. Hey, up. Yeah. I mean, I've been on set, so they like, yo, shut the fuck. Like, yeah, dude, you, I mean, you would get chewed the fuck out, man. They'd take that serious. So I'm really surprised it, that this dude really was able, me. Uh, we, that we, he's we, able yeah. to get under his skin. Because, I mean, he obviously was just fucking with him. He's just talking, because he, Joaquin was so frustrated. Was too. He might have laughed at it at first. You know how no, you, no, not Joaquin, but the, oh, the cinematographer yeah, might have thought he was just like kind of yeah. joking around being lighthearted. Because Joaquin earlier in the interview said it was a, it was a relatively lighthearted scene. I mean, set. And it was it was it was fun and everything else, but there's in any business you have to know when it's time to joke around, when it's time to be you know like serious. that, and when it's time to be you serious and let. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially if you're at that kind of a level, it's cra- it's weird. I, He's at I'm the highest super level. Interested to find He's out whether that was part of the gig or not, but I can't yeah. imagine because the clip that they showed it just wasn't fucking funny. No, it wasn't funny, and his uh, it reaction was, it wasn't like was earnest, and he seems like the type of guy who doesn't need to do a publicity stunt. He'll, he's like, yo, go watch my film. Is the type of the guy he would be. Like, the proof is in the pudding It's there. a dude that just said he didn't need accolades for breakdancing. Right, exactly. Right. right, there you go. Exactly. He's like, I'll break dance. Thank Good yeah. point. Bro, good he broke point. Da- Whether it was on the carpet or in his room alone. Cardboard. Yeah. Unreal. So, you know, I and, and here's a funny thing. So I, I'm gonna, we're going to give a quick shout-out also to Da Bear Man because the Bear Man is on Jimmy Kimmel. Tonight, I think. Bearman's on Jimmy's tonight. He's with his the, Jimmy's uh, Maybe little we assistant saved this. Guillermo. Maybe we should have saved this part until that's after. No, funny. fuck it. Because no, because look, because <laughs> the Bear Man made a post about. Sorry, it. Bear Man. Yeah, dude. I know. I even I even made a post about this on the Bear Man's. Uh, he made a comment on his Facebook thread. I made a comment. I was like, "Well, I wish it was Conan, but have fun," because <laughs> Conan would not pull that shit, bro. I like Conan. I like Jimmy Fallon. Fuck Jimmy Fallon, Kimmel, bro. Fallon wouldn't have did that either. No, no, Fallon is too. No, man, Fallon I think is there's a just a certain guy. point. Even if it's a comedic uh, show, um, there's just a, a mutual respect you should have for someone in their profession. Uh, yeah, hundred um, like percent. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe just because Jimmy's never really actually acted, he doesn't know. He doesn't understand. He's like, oh yeah, we can make a spoof out of this. <laughs> so or somebody was trying they to get back off, and walk They may have all thought it was a good idea. Yeah, we, who and knows? we again, we could all be totally wrong, and they right. could have been in on it or whatever. And Joaquin just, you know, um, played us for a fool because he's just such an incredible actor. Um, but it really, if you watch it, it'd be cool to hear some opinions from your from your listeners. I mean, because yeah. Yeah, if you know. when we post the video, please comment. Let us know. Um, feel free to share what you think after I you watch the clip. I didn't think that shit was funny. I didn't think it was funny either. It pissed me off as an actor. 
Like, you know, and I, I just got, oh, this is a bit of a plug for me, but I just got cast in a short film for a lead role. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And oh, now I'm beaming. I'm blessing now. <laughs> yes, dude. Um, but and our next guest is uh, Justin Jawar. Jawar. Is your name Jawar? Who are you? Is, is Jawar short for Jawarski? Are you with Jawarski? No. Um, yeah, God, we were talking. We were Congrats, making fun of dude. That. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. But I told, I mean, after I literally had just watched that clip, so I told the director, I'm like, yo, when we're about to roll, no talking, because I might need to, because it's it. There's some heavy shit in the stuff I'm gonna be in. I'm like, yo, I can't and wait and, and, and she's see. like, and she's like, I totally get it. Yeah, I will kick everybody the fuck out of the room if I need to. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. Uh, and see, this is that's she knows what's, what the that's fuck what's she's crazy doing. is when you talk about that when we're talking about like short films and indie films and stuff like that. Uh, this didn't happen on a rinky dink deal. This was, you know, yeah, this is a major production. Of the line yeah. production. The fuck, the highest level. Shh. Yeah, that's all you got. Just shut. Just shut. Stop. Stop trying to be funny, man. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get. Try and the funny thing is, he's no longer really that funny. He's trying. He like that's his attempt at being funny. I was talking about why the, his ratings are going down. I was talking about the, the uh, cinematographer trying to be funny. Oh, that too. Uh, talking shit. Yeah. To, well, uh, well, let me tell you. Hey, cinematographer, you're a jag off, and <laughs> Jimmy unless Kimmel. Unless you want me to work with you. Yeah. Right. Unless unless you're uh, unless gonna you got a role for me. Unless you have a role, then we're definitely <laughs> we're opportunists in. too. If yeah, you need know, to right. whisper, you do what you need to do, bro. No. Um. No. You're a jag off cinematographer, Larry. And Jimmy Kimmel, you're even a bigger jag off for doing Like, if I'm walking in Phoenix, I'm not going back on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Fuck you, Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck you, dude. You're going to pull some more shit on me? Go fuck yourself. And for that, you're a, you're the jag off of the week. Fuck you, Jimmy. You want to give, <laughs> TJ, you want to give him the old, uh, give you the final word to call him a jag off if you want. Don't be a jag off, man. There it's you just go. not cool. It's not there cool. You Best, or what's your favorite Joaquin Phoenix movie? Well, I haven't seen I haven't seen the Joker yet, so it's so oh man, he was really good in her. But yeah, dude, I mean, Gladiator's like my favorite movie of all time, man. So I'd have yeah, to agree. That's I funny. Mean, he that's, was he crushed that, that role. Movie. I mean, you hate you hated him. You hate him, man. Yeah. I really I'm really Cassius. partial to like signs. Yeah, he was, uh, he was good in signs. He was funny. He was good and, in signs. Uh, that's a great and, movie um, too. God, shoot, I can't believe I'm forgetting Wor- worst the role. Name. M M Night Shyamalan's The Village. <laughs> I saw him in no, that. I was dude, like, get the I fuck love out the of village, here. bro. Fuck off. I was off. like, get I out love, of here, dude. I'm gonna say it. I love the movie The Village. Honestly, I it wasn't a bad shit. movie, but his role, I was just like, I was like, no, oh, it's good, bro. The, the part Adrian where Brody's in, I'm like, what the fuck? Let me tell you what, dude. <laughs> I get I get goosebumps every time I see the part where she's standing at the door and those and the creatures are coming. Yeah, and, like you just see his hand like grab her yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I get I get goosebumps, bro. It's it was it's don't listen to Justin, Joaquin. I, I love loved your role in the village. That's right. We, I, yeah. Bro, for if sure. you, if you ever want me to work with you, I will. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> hey, all of us will. I'll work with you, man. Yeah. Yo, because I, I know I Joaquin Phoenix you, is listening. I know, right? Yeah, hey. right. Joaquin Phoenix caught this. Dude, just like, he's like, is there? Is someone talking mess up, about yeah. me? Hmm? Don't mess up my last hmm? name, bro. Because yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is or, watching. Or he's like, guys, shh, quiet. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Fuck you guys. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy Kimmel, you're the jag off of the week. Go fuck yourself, you jag off. All right, gentlemen, that was an edition of the Chicago 60 Podcast. Great show today. Uh, a great show. Yes, we got we got through a lot of great shit. I, I first would like to thank our special guest, TJ Karam, for being here. Thank TJ, you, sir. You great today, man. I mean, dude, that, you, crushing it. You're fucking crushing yeah, it, bro. Man. Yeah, bro. Um, and uh, 
Well, TJ, what's uh, what before we we end? We always like, particularly for our guests, any anything you want to plug real quick? Uh, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, social you guys, media, whatever. Um, we're getting ready. We're we're in our uh, financial raising phase of the second race for the Indiana Film Race. That's great. Um, too much info to even put out here right now, but follow us on Instagram and Facebook at uh, Indiana Film Race. Um, we've also got indianafilmrace.com that we're updating right now, but our second race will be uh, run in June of 2020, and we will start to put out applications for teams that want to join uh, sometime in the beginning of the year. Um, short plug on it, Indiana Film Race is three film teams that race through the state of Indiana. Um, they shoot one day uh, in five counties, one day in each county, which is five total counties, so five days of filming, um, and then they have a month to edit their short film, and the winner gets a $10,000 prize, an entry to the Heartland Films Festival shorts, uh, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, but we shoot this, and we follow them with our BTS crews, and the goal is to... That's behind the scenes. Behind for those the who don't scenes. Know. BTS is behind the scenes. Sorry. Um, but but the, the end result is we, we film everything that they're doing. And the whole quest is they uh, shoot this short film. Uh, and then we turn it into episodic format so that viewers can, can get a real inside look into what it takes to shoot a short film. That's great, man. Yeah, while great. showcasing Indiana and the beautiful spots we, to, to shoot in. Yeah, yeah, we here at the Chicago City are huge supporters Absolutely. of the Indiana Film Race. We were there for the first opening night. Yeah. We've been, I mean, our, our boy Landon Smith is there. I mean, Absolutely. Joe Boozer, Joe all Boozer. those guys. I mean, Boosh. we... We uh, Rachel Murphy. We've That's all right. we're all right. part of we're all part of a short film. Arthur Fagundes. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur Fagundes. Arthur. What's up, Gunji. man? Uh, so yeah, and man. we we all filmed a film called Tribes. I mean... So it's that's coming. Has, it's coming. You know, Wait for that, John. There's, there's a soon. bunch of stuff. We we have TJ is an awesome person. We work with him. He's an awesome person. So go follow the Indian. We'll be t- uh, plugging all the Indiana Film Race stuff on the page over the next coming days with when we have stuff coming out for TJ. Yeah. So you'll get all the links about that. So you yeah. definitely go back. Go check that out. Uh, what's one more time, TJ? What are the the uh, uh, social media stuff for that? Indiana Film Race. Indiana Film Race. Just check look it, it up. up. Yeah, yep. good stuff. You lazy bums. Go look it up. All right, cool. So, yeah, uh, again, thank you, TJ. I want to thank Ron Russell, my co-host, for being here also. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Hey, I'm always, always uh, 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 loving being here, man. My pleasure. Excellent. Thanks here, for having man. me, guys. Absolutely. Always. And so fun. if uh, you liked what you heard, you love uh, hearing from guests like TJ and you want to see more of that first, you also need to, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, you need to follow and hit the like button for this page. Please go do that. Chicago 60 S-I-X-T-Y. Go there so we can keep bringing you amazing content like this and so, so, oh my God, so, so, so much other shit is happening. I can't even begin to tell you because I we've run out of time. But do that. Also, you need to go to YouTube and hit subscribe and then the notification bell because we have sketch comedy. We have so Bing. many other things. Bing. Bing that shit. Ding that shit. Subscribe to that shit. So much content is coming out so soon. Much. I cannot even tell you. So if you don't do that, yo, you're going to miss out because eventually, I mean, we got new equipment coming up. These Facebook lives are going to be cut to 30 minutes. You're not even going to be able to see this shit, yo. Hey, yo, we like, will be on YouTube live in a minute. We'll be streaming. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. We, 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 we catching up with the technology, y'all. Just oh, stay tuned. It's coming. Yeah, it's it's getting crazy. And yeah, we got, be streaming. 
short <laughs> films, streaming, comedy yeah. sketches, uh, all clips from these podcasts. Yeah. I mean, everything is on YouTube. So if you don't subscribe, you don't hit the notification bell, you're going to miss out on all of that content. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes right now, hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review because you know it you is. think we funny. You know, you, know we, you like guests like TJ and Ron. You know what I'm saying? So right. you got to help us out so we get up in those rankings for Chicago and people can learn about cool people like TJ doing shit in the city. Awesome topics that we're talking about tonight. So help us out with that. We're going to be on Spotify soon. And also, if you like the IG, the Instagrams on the gram, like the, gram. the scale, are you... Are you grams or are you pounds? Well, we're on the grams. So do that. It's Chicago underscore six zero. Chicago underscore six zero, the number. So go do yeah. that. All right. Well, gentlemen, that was the podcast. We have to end every podcast with the exact same phrase. That's right. TJ, I don't know what your favorite football team is uh, from being you from Cowboys Texas. Fan? Are you oh, a boys fan? I hate the Cowboys. Oh, that's wonderful. Texans fan? No. Nope. I, I grew up. I grew up. Uh-oh. Drum roll. A Brett Favre fan. Oh! 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 But but I can't stand Aaron Rodgers, so I've dropped the Packers. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. You just saved us. Because I can can talk. Okay, you just saved. I'm hearing. So, I mean, it's been since since Brett Favre left. I haven't been a Packers fan. Okay, Okay. gotcha. Okay. Phew. Thank you. Thank you. That would have made. Thank you for building up the drama. That was so TJ. It was about to get ugly. It was about to get real ugly, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, well, Uh, what are your feelings towards the Bears? (laughs) Are you positive towards them at all? You know, um... This is where you I, say I yes. I am, man. I want to get behind the Bears. And this year I was super excited because, you know, number one, Chicago sports are fantastic. Thank you. Um, the year I got here, I, I just want to make sure that everybody knows Cubs. that the reason why the Cubs won is because I came to thank Chicago. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, they thank won you. shortly after. Sure so, Cubs fans will take that. Um, yes, we'll take that it. was, that was a, my first experience with Chicago sports, and it was fucking fantastic. Um, I'm actually trying to, like, uh, get behind the Sox too. I've been to a Sox game and that Thank was a you, lot of TJ. fun. Thank you, TJ. Because you know, Southside um, is needs some support too. I think there's enough room to like two is. teams in Chicago. Yes, it is. I'm not a Chicago native, so I don't have to be. Um, <laughs> I don't have to be like biased to one team or the other. Nope. I, I fucking love beyond anything. My favorite absolute thing to do ever is go see a Blackhawks game. Oh yeah, Die-hawks. it is the best from the. Standing and cheering during the national anthem to it's the best thing after every goal. Love the fucking Blackhawks. I want to get behind the Bears. Well, you can start tonight by uttering our favorite phrase of all time. The way we end every Chicago 60 episode, and that is. Bear down and fuck the Packers. All right. Thank you again to TJ Karam, to Ron Russell, and thanks to you for watching and listening. We will see you next week. uh, See y'all. Don't be a dick. Be a Ditka.